Damiana, songwriting with you by the fire. The city skyline vibrant because we're up on Highland. Felt like hell yeah, it's right after hello. Here I am, yeah, there we go and we bliss out. Time in the hourglass, it slips down, but I ain't tripping now because I'm with you now. Candles lit, sipping cups of cacao. Look at us now, finished love comes around. Well, that's just that piece, but I want to speak to all of y'all. It's been six years since I've been here. Stand on stage, what a blessing it is to be here. The power of us, this is 50, wait till it's 100. The power is us, the power in numbers. You can't defeat us, because my heart is stardust. Come on, baby. Still just love, you cannot defeat I. I has always been, forever will be. Stand whatever weather and winds come our way, celebrate always, family, and we celebrate. Changing times, many blinds, but we see the future's ours. Write it with the words I speak, written in the stars, our hearts, our mounts. Climb over any mountains, best times are coming. I'm running towards the gates of freedom. I love y'all. I stand here, ready. Our genius, our bliss, our love, let it unflow. Nothing you could do in the world outside to stop the love that's coming for y'all. So here it is. Celebrate the 50th. Say thank you. May our lights be stronger than ever. May we be daring greater than ever. Celebrate each other. Our light shining right now is pretty significant. The rest is easy and brilliant. Well, fuck it, let's just rip it. Sky's the limit. Nothing can touch this. I love you so much. Thank you all. Coming, shine your light. Happy 50th, y'all. Uh, 
I'm real excited. I've got like three public service announcements. I hope I can remember what they are. Uh, first one, the shitters. Okay. Does, uh, does everyone know where the shitters are? Yeah. Well, some people may, some people not. But uh, we are now. I'm a little disoriented, but uh, which someone points to Space Camp over here. There, there's the Lovin' Ovens, right? Base camp's right over there? Okay, cool. So you just go down the trail towards the main meadow, and on your left there's a path, and then you go to the shitter. We actually could use some signs that will uh, say the following. What you do is you, you, uh, you know, actually it's, some people say you should wash your hands before you go to the shitter because you're going to touch the toilet paper and whatnot, but you basically uh, squat, shit, you cover it with the, the lime. We actually have lime up there. What that does is it actually breaks it down. I could explain the science if you want to later, but uh, we need to put the lime in there so it breaks down because it's not in the top six inches of the uh, organic layer. Then you uh, sprinkle the uh, over your shit and the toilet paper, and if some family didn't hear about that and they just like sat in there, you sprinkle lime over theirs too. Or you know, there's a limited amount of lime, and so then you uh, uh, then you wash your hands, and then if there's a lime, toilet paper, or a hand wash missing. You go like wherever you need to go, like this kitchen or that kitchen, to get what you need to have the uh, to restock the shitter. This only works because we're all volunteering to do this, and we all need help to do this. So please help and uh, help us do this. So that's the shitters. Uh, make sure you do shit in the shitters uh, because otherwise it's not very sanitary. You want to break the shit fly food connection. That's why we cover it with lime to not only help break it down but to keep the flies off of it. And if you see flies on there, give it an extra dose of lime. And maybe help just, just refill the lime anyway. We got bags of it uh, at main supply. Knock, knock. Who's there? Three, 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 two. Three, 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 Okay, so what I'll do is I'll have I'm him sorry, drop it. I have no, no, no. I'll have him catch it and then he'll pass it over to you. Oh boy! Opa! Opa! Oh! What did you guys think of the comedy show? One o'clock in the morning. If you want to get up for something, now's your time. Focus! Focus! How do hippies want to be addressed? Wow! Oh. Your highness. <laughs>
I was born and raised in a town called Tacoma in Washington, which is a pretty bustling city. Um, and I've always kind of been a nature kid at heart. And I was blessed to actually live right next to this little piece of nature in the city um, that was the thing called China Lake. I referred to it as the Lakelet. And this little lakelet, little chunk of nature was untouched, but it was within a city block. And on two sides of it were two four-lane roads going either direction, and on the back of it was a highway. So when you're in the midst of this beautiful little forest, you can hear all the chaos and bustle <coughs> of the city. And so this poem came to me while I was there, and it's called The Birds Versus Highway 16. I was sitting at my lakeside spot in the middle of the middle of the city's forest rot. As I sat on this rock, the birds my breath caught. Mystified was I by the truth the birds taught. Surrounded was I by ivy, the silent crawly creeping root of change. Surrendered to the sound behind me, the highway muttering a sound quite strange. Machines and hundreds fussing by, struggling to stay in place. The hustle of the city then was all my ears could take. I tried to focus on the bird's song for my heart's sake. From one note came two, through to what the bakers do, onto many dozens more until the roar was out the door. The bird's voice was stronger and has lasted years longer than 16's hustled blunder that resembles force like thunder. This echoes on for eons, producing tons of reruns, but the cadence in the songs exhibits who is right and who is wrong. This battle clearly brings a resolution, assisting nature to arrive at conclusion. The birds and the cars both leave weaving little scars, but the birds sound like truth, evolution. Somebody take it away. What more could I do? And what more could I say? But go down on my knees and pray. I say, my sister, Allah lift me and me move my gun away. And everything I have, somebody take it away. What more could I do? And what more could I say? But go down on my knees and pray. I put my trust in the Almighty. Wah, 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 wah. I load the road, Rocky on the way. Very la, 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 la. I have to chant so many. Sa, 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 sa. Now watch a man. Just as some may get me inspiration, so, 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 so. no one in this world can I man depend upon. But the one in Zion, now watch a man, now come along. Send me brother all I left me, I'm a woman gone away. And everything I have, somebody take it away. What more could I do? What more could I say? I go down on my knees and pray. I, I woke up this morning, 
Some say tiny camp isn't a big deal, but I'm not so sure. What do you think? Thank you again for tuning in to the A-side of Totally High Holy Rainbow Colored Spirit Hawk of Awakened Manifestation, Part 9. My name is Puffy Clouds Dattaway. I hope you've enjoyed the journey thus far. For a playlist of this episode, as well as to listen to many more episodes in the Muddy Boots archive, visit muddybootsradio.org. Also, if you feel so moved, subscribe to Muddy Boots wherever you get your podcasts. All right, be sure to check out the B-side. See you over yonder.
joke. Actually, I I, uh, I don't have a boyfriend. We had a breakup. Um, he had this weird fetish, and I don't want to kink shame him or anything. He had this weird thing for um, fucking other people. Uh, <laughs> it didn't really work out. Yeah. Be more open-minded. Since then, I started to develop a crush on one of my coworkers. Has that ever happened to one of you? Uh, no, things are getting really hot and heavy with me and this guy I work with, and I had to say, wrong this is bad i pulled him aside i'm like we work for the same company we're gonna have to keep things professional next time i blow you you're gonna have to pay me for it we have a business to run and there's a career out there for me i think that we should legalize prostitution in america i think it's a real feminist I was walking down the street, some nice gentleman offered me $116 to blow him, and I was thinking, like, $116? Like, that's specific. <laughs> that's oddly specific. Like, that must have been all the money he had. And that is not how bargaining works. <laughs> you don't start with the most money you have. You start somewhere in the middle, and I try to work this price up, and he tries to work I don't know what he was thinking. I am not that kind of girl. So I robbed him. Yeah. It turns out he had three hundred and sixty. And if prostitution was legal, he would have never been in such a risky, vulnerable situation. It's a hard life for men, you know. I don't like that we tell men not to cry. I don't like that we tell little boys not to cry. I think everybody should be able to experience the full range of human emotion. And that's why I want to combat this by making as many men cry as I can. (laughs) Get in relationships, you know, cheat on them. They can let it out while they key my car. Cry, it's good for you. I can start where they're young, too. I like see an eight-year-old in the playground. You're the reason your mother never made it through med school. Yeah. <laughs> and that goes over their heads. I'll just, like, kick him or something. I don't know. Snake ah. men cry. Yes. Snake yeah. men cry. Yeah. I'm running for president. That's my slogan. Snake men cry. Woo. You say boo. Yeah. Everyone's a critic. I used to date a bunch of losers to try to discipline my own personality. But then I realized that I am a strong independent disappointment to my parents. <laughs> and I don't need a man to help me with that. <laughs> I'm a feminist. I'm free bleeding right now. Yeah. Not because I'm a feminist, I just need a tampon. <laughs> so if anyone can help me with that, that'd be cool. I got one. Oh, yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> down for days as a woman, you know, like especially turn down a white guy because I don't want to be responsible for what happens. Uh, <laughs> 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 puts a lot of pressure on me. <laughs> I had to turn a guy down the other day that wanted a date. I don't want to sound prejudiced because he wasn't white. He 
she told me to do things to cop, I just can't date somebody like that. My parents never raised me to be a cop lover. <laughs> I can't bring a snitch home to Thanksgiving. You know, that's awkward. And you know, I like NWA just as much as the next white lady <laughs> on the stage at Defog. But I'm tired of people telling me to fuck the police. <laughs> because that's how you make more police. <laughs> That's hard because I'm an extrovert with tits, and that's like nerd sexuality. <laughs> I can't get them to look at me, talk to me. When they do talk to me, it's online, and they say really nice. <laughs> hey, you spelled misogyny wrong. <laughs> you dumb bitch. Like, oh, I'll be so angry. <laughs> he lost it. Ghost me. <laughs> Nobody believes me when I tell them that I'm really Get drunk on the street. Doesn't that make you feel pretty? 
sang her lullaby It was enough to make me cry She played a one minute song Stayed with me all night long He played his baritone I stopped feeling so alone His manic serenade Into my bones it fades Played a tune in open D. It was enough to mesmerize me. Bad a holy channeled rhyme, weaving his heart into mine. He sat right next to me to exchange our energy. Braided up my hair, said churches here if anywhere. Oh, worship has begun. This is my congregation. <coughs> Teaching said to me, reunite your family. Picked up the phone right there, mother, I truly care. We hung up so we could cry, another icicle just died. So I sing this song to you, a bright white light that came from blue. Open up your life, come gather round this open mind. Robert Louis Stevenson. It's all good. 
passarinho de bica amarela na soleira da janela para mim e diz Roku, não tem vergonha no dominoco, they will give you the translation. I Wake in the Morning by Robert Louis Stevenson. A bird with a yellow beak came to me in the early morning sunshine and sat on my windowsill and said, aren't you ashamed of yourself, sleepyhead? <laughs> You're <yelling at> me. <laughs> strategy and we're we're actually saying in every moment in every moment
acknowledge that there are universal forces focused directly at me and my point of attraction and it is my sincere desire that my inner being meet me at my level like whatever name you like to call it and uh, you say I know you're always with me loving me guiding me protecting me inspiring me having fun with me motivating me and just loving me and um, I don't know and then you find things to appreciate you can go through the alphabet and Say words that feel good, like appreciation, beauty, charm, delight, ease, flow, grace, harmony, intelligence, joy, kindness, love, magic, niceness, open, pleasant, point, <laughs> radiant, satisfying, unique, vibrant, wonderful, exquisite, youthful, and zealous.
listen to the song in my heart, it was burning. Trusting in myself that I could go. Found more pieces on the road, a little more truth exposed to feel the roots. A little more breath, and I feel the proof that everything is beautiful. Everything is beautiful. Committed holy, brave. long enough until she told me her real name was Grief. I braced myself for a beating, but soon she had me falling weak to my knees. I entered the room hoping to smite her, send her away with a kick and a shove, but when I touched her quivering shoulder, I sensed a kindred spirit who, like myself, merely longed for love. Bye. 
What advice, if any, might you offer to first-time or long-time gatherers? Listen closely. Um... Well... Always shit on the main trail. Never wash your hands. Um... Share pipes with everybody. Um... Like, use soap in the streams. Trade Circle is where everything is happening. Nothing else at the gathering matters except for Trade Circle. Um... And the last piece of advice I'd say is be prepared to get sucked in for the rest of your life. Don't come. Stay home. Binge watch some series. Eat popcorn. Let your imagination get shut down. Arrive and remain naked and alone and without water. If you don't wear, if you don't wear tie-dyes, they're probably going to throw poop at you. Don't ever bring a flashlight. Um, just, just before you come to the gathering, just make sure you know all the lyrics to all the songs. And make sure you can sing them in key, because that's really important. We can all be harmonized as one, and hopefully bring Michael back from the grave. Don't feed the Kraken. Avoid the white holes. Wipe clean so you don't get a case of the ass. And try to be just like everyone else at all times so you're not offending anyone. Definitely shit on main trail. When you come to the gathering, put all your stuff on a rock and dance around it. It's not important anymore. Just go away from it. You're arrived. Welcome home. Keep your head in the sand. <laughs> If you just bring a hammock, it'll be fine. Bring a skateboard. Nothing looks cooler than carrying around a mode of transportation that you'll never be able to use. Um, well, since I know you didn't come on purpose, just enjoy the free food and don't give anything back because you're never going to see these people again anyway. Bring as many small hole-punch plastic dots as you possibly can. Metallics. Black colors. We do mosaics that we paste on the trees that last for millennial. There is a wrong way to do shakshuka. Really, when you make shakshuka, it has to be a special combination of tomatoes Welcome, fellow wizard. And, and bell peppers. Can you guys right? do the dance? The With, dance without the in? eggs it's in the, the middle, shakshuka is not a quite it's, real it's thing. It's a dance. Uh, it's a safari dish, right? And, and even though most of us are Ashkenazi, we try to pull it off. Um, out of like you know, love for our cultural, you know, our cultural diversity among Jews. Um, you know, walk walk lightly, because the flowers are everywhere. So, tread lightly. Uh, well, I wish I knew this right off the bat when I first came, but uh, it would be to shit right where under the sign where it says shitter, and that's.
this is a really interesting thing that's going to happen next. I don't even really know what it is. But I know the instigator, and the instigator has actually instigated with one other gentleman the very, very beginning of this whole rainbow gap. I was hanging out with his father and his mother, they're theater people, and we were doing outrageous um, theater. They did it all over the world. I was only like 16 years old or something. That's even before Woodstock. These people started their trip in 1947, 49, and they were called uh, the Living Theater. So the son of the Living Theater is our brother who's like one of the initiators of this whole thing. Please give it up for Garrick Garrick! Long ago, Look for it. Like raindrops. Of springtime. To a thirsty land. Dying. Let it grow. This light. Seek for, you will be, gold, you will be, how, it will be, so big, something,
union of all peoples, like one big family. The vision. Let it grow. Let it grow.
Some say Tiny Cam started Rainbow, while others disagree and share their own version of events. Whose origin story do you believe and share with others? Thanks for listening to the B-side of Totally High, Holy Rainbow Colored Spirit Hawk of Awakened Manifestation Part 9. My name is Dot The Way, Dot The Way. For a playlist of this episode, check out muddybootsradio.org. Also, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And also on the website, be sure to check out a big, huge compost pit of previous episodes which spans the map of sound, digging deep into the wonderful and weird world of recorded music. Until next time, fare thee well, travelers. See you in five minutes. We love you. Thank you.
second that stands for let's watch a full-length movie on youtube with mike spiegelman and carl hiya carl hey mike we are not lwaflmoit you are i'm just guesting today oh because this God. is your podcast film podcast films you used to read about it's lw let's watch together on youtube good concept mike carl produces the show Thanks researches the on. movies Wrote the song you just heard. I was, I'm a guest writer. I'm a guest producer. About two seconds into the show, you're saying you're a guest on the show. <laughs> we are broadcasting right now on mutinyradio.fm, as we do every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We also have a YouTube channel called LWAFLMOYT. You can check us out. We'll have the movie and the show at the same time. And you can get a podcast by the acronym LWAFLMOYT. Subscribe. Find out what the movie is. We're going to watch a full night's movie on YouTube. Oh, man. We want you to watch it with us and listen to our podcast at the same time. Turn the, turn the movie off. The mute button off. Yeah, hit yeah, mute. Yeah. yeah, hit mute. So uh, so you can find the podcast at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. We always want you to donate to our radio station here, MutinyRadio.fm. You go to the website. You'll find a donate button. We are also on Patreon and on Venmo at Mutiny Radio. Carl, it's my first cup of coffee of the day. What movie are we watching this week? Today we will watch Skullduggery, 1983. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine, Skullduggery. Of course, skull you know how to spell skull. It's one word, because it is one word. Skull dug with two Gs, E-R-Y. Skull dug with two Gs, E-R-Y, 1983. Skull no, don't confuse the audience. You can make that joke later. Duggery, duggery. Like I dig the skull. And it's skull duggery, which is the channel we like is Bunny's Bark. Okay, sounds good. So we're looking for the 1983 movie called Skull Duggery. One word, one wonderful word. Go ahead, type in Skull Duggery, 1983. It is, what's it called in Mother's Milk? Uh, Bunny's Bark. Which Bunny's is ferocious, bark. by the way. Yeah, Bunny's Bark is the channel we like. I don't know where that came from. What did the fox say? Right? I, remember, I remember that song. Okay, oh, so... Uh, I remember that song. Yeah. Uh, Bunny goes... <laughs> All right. Ooh, coffee's so good. 
this is really like the first cup of this morning. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. Woo. Here we are at, at five in the afternoon for me, live on Mutiny Radio. It's my first cup of coffee. Right, the cup of coffee. Morning, world. All right, so we want you to go ahead, find the link. Our buddy's bark is hosting the movie Skullduggery 1983. Once you find it, click the link, hit pause, move the timer to 000. Carl not only being a guest, he also interviewed a comedian. I guess interviewed. He guest interviewed a guest guest. And uh, let's hear a little bit of this comedian. And at the end, the comedian is going to do our famous celebrity comedian countdown. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Tom Romeo. Welcome, Tom. I appreciate that. Now, Tom, you are new to comedy, such a newbie to comedy. How long have you been doing it? Oh, I started in September 2021, so very recent. Now, it used to be that you would come to my open mic at the Reserve Club and you could count the open mics that you have done on one hand. We're past that point now, right? Yeah, I think we're at 36. 30, so you're still counting. You're still counting. Why, why wouldn't I? Why? Because, I don't know, once you lose your virginity, right? You just, you, you know. So what's your number, Carl? What's your number? I, I, I would I don't, be, I'm an open mic. You know the number I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, that number? Yeah, I did used to know that number. I did used to know that number. When I was in my 20s, I did. I did keep track of that number. Um, okay, so you have a real job, and you've just sort of launching into this comedy. What? As a hobby? Tell me what's getting you into this. Oh, my God. So many things. I'm commuting from home to home. I have two hours a day. So there's a lot of extra time to do other things. And we just recently got Netflix like a couple of years ago. So I started watching all these comedy specials and the light came on, right? I, I saw, um, um, what's his name? John Mulaney. And at the end it says, written and performed by John Mulaney. You know, um, what's the other one? Yeah, all of them. And then you have your favorites, right? Bill Burr, Anthony Jeselnik. And at the end it says, written and performed. And I'm like, they write this stuff down. It's not like they're just getting up and being funny. And then, because yeah, right. well, I'm a late bloomer, right? And, and 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 it takes me a while to put things together. Every time I get up there, even though I've practiced, I forget something that I was yes. going to You just forget. Uh, but, you know, I'm hoping to improve upon that. So, you know, I'm having fun with it, though. Like, the very first time I did it, I did it with Gina. That was my very first open mic. She did it at the Railroad Cafe. Uh, Johnny Hollywood was there. I think Chris Park was there. Uh And they told me about the one in Lyndhurst, you know. And then my very second one was with Anthony Quinn at the... um, In the Clifton. And then at some point, I think I met you at Dingo's, right? Right. And, you know, and you were very nice and helpful. I mean, you know, you told me about the economy of words, which I didn't understand until I Mm -hmm. read about it. And then I understood, right? (laughs) Um, and then another guy that was really supremely helpful, even though he may not know it, is Johnny Franklin. Uh-huh. You, know, you know John Franklin, right? I know, yeah, uh-huh, but not very, very well. But I know him out there and we're quite he, certain. He's got a good act. He's a, he's actually a chemist, uh-huh. history teacher. He's a smart guy. But um, he turned me on to this book that I read. And when I read the book, I was like, oh, shit, I'm doing this all wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm just telling stories that I think are funny and people don't get it. And I'm like, you know, and that's on me. 
but I wasn't actually structuring jokes, you know, with, you know, I mean, there are many ways to structure a joke, but the yes, whole, of course, there's got to be that surprise, right? Without, right. There's got to be a laugh trigger. And I'm just learning now what laugh triggers are. So mm-hmm. I don't know all about it, but I'm, I'm learning, you know, yeah. so it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I'm having a lot of fun doing it. And how can people find you on Facebook? So on Facebook, I, you know, I don't know what my actual handle is, right? Okay. There's a of this mug at Scotty's. So that's my picture. So just look up Tom Romeo. It's Tom Romeo, I think. I don't know if you know what a great stage name that is, Tom Romeo, you know? Thomas Romeo, you said you get paid more if you're Thomas, you know? Yeah. That's a great stage name. Do you do Instagram? I'm on Instagram as well. I think it's Tom Romeo underscore Taz. Okay. I, I love the Tasmanian devil. Okay, now, Tom Romeo. Everybody at home is poised to watch this movie at the exact same time we do here in the studio. That means they must press play at the exact same time as we do here in the studio, and that's what you're here for. Why don't you go ahead, Tom Romeo, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. In three, two, one, go. Ooh, that was a terrific celebrity comedian countdown. Carl, as a guest, thank you for all your hard work. Yes. Oh, this sounds like fun music. Well, that's because this is the video copy. In media res. Ooh, a heroin mutation. Yeah. Oh, heroin like a bird? Right. In uh, the 70s, it was much more liberal with heroin. Okay, first we're greeted by a horrible song. Check it out. Can you read what's in my mind? Skullduggery. That makes no sense. This must be a Canadian production. We've had six Gordies on the credits. <laughs> it is definitely a Canadian production. It was shot in Toronto, uh, Canada, and they claim that it's Trottersville. I don't know why. The movie takes place in Trottersville, not Toronto. Wait, keep the playing this horrible song because I had to endure it four times. This is my fifth time watching yeah. this movie. You need to hear this crappy song. This is like the Mission Impossible theme, right? A bit. What's in your head? Oh, it's awful. No, nothing like a good movie with a blue screen and this song. <laughs> so it's like Thursday night, the day is over, I got pressures from work, I'm drifting off to sleep, and in my head it's going, I'm like, oh, It's not even an earworm. It's <laughs> Why I oughta Richter? <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious, I didn't think of that. Otta you oughta. I think it's yeah, I really don't know. She directed this, but she also co-wrote it and co-produced it. Uh, a guy named Peter Whitman, who was a director and producer known for this, another film called Play Dead and Ellie in 1984. Together, they made this film happen. Now, well, here we are in the 1300s, medieval England. Not medieval Canada. No, medieval. Med, medieval. Oh, med- medieval. People say medieval, and I think they're dumb, but it really sounds like mid, doesn't it? Listen, I, I, as a medical doctor, I disagree. 
as a professional medical yeah, doctor. Yeah, a professional. I'm a mid-evil doctor. Evil. I go halfway. Okay, so they are sort of making a poison apple. And they're devil worshippers. It's, you know, Beelzebub, Satan, you know, our familiar Ooh. devil. And there's it's there's this puppet that somehow is connected to the devil and they're giving thanks to it. Oh, thank you, Gonzo. 14th century Gonzo, we worship you. The Muppet Show was really kind of it had Punch and Judy back then. I don't know uh-huh. if you know. In the 1400s, uh, in the 1300s, uh, Punch and Judy worked with the Muppets. Well, Judy is obviously the female one, so I guess we're going to have Punch throughout. Does the puppet punch? It's saltive? No, it never. It's inanimate. It's inanimate. It it influences. Ah, uh, as puppets do. <laughs> yeah. You go to a puppet show and you're like, "Stop reading my mind." There it is. There's Uh-oh. Punch. And they're giving thanks. Goblin. Thanks that we're not in maximum overdrive and you're the truck with the Green Goblin. It's odd. That's a very specific thank you. I don't know that the devil will know what you're talking about. Okay. Well, he will. Well, yeah, because he's connected to your brain, right? He'll. He's immortal. He's eventually going to get to the 20th century. He and goes, watch. I get you, Mike. He's immortal, yeah. Yeah. But we're in the 21st century, but okay. I'm saying Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive came out in the 20th century. Okay, okay, and so did Where? this film, right? Yes. Man, okay, we now, just come full circle. He's talking to the king, and he's calling him Adam. That will be the name of our hero, okay? So he, Adam's like giving some scroll to some dude, and this sorcerer guy comes in and just <laughs> kills him. And he gets reincarnated? No, and he gives him this choice. You okay? Apparently, the reason that he's the king, see, look, he picks a tarot card and he gets death. Right. He's like, "Don't tell me now. Is this your card?" Yeah. Right. <laughs> now he gave the king his power with the agreement that he gets his soul, but for some reason the king betrayed him, and so now they're going to make him pick between two apples. One is poison. One is good apple. Yeah. Because he's Adam. And there was a Garden of Eden with an apple tree. No, you're right about that. And that'll be throughout the film. Uh, Carl, did you like this movie? No. Okay, one of them is a Red Delicious, plus one of them is a Granny Smith. That's the poison one. Chris, my ass. So she puts him on the tray. And there's two of them, and they're side by side facing him. So he he goes to pick the one in the front, and then he goes, "Ha ha!" Oh no! Right, you don't fool me. And he picks the one in the back and dies. Do you think our friend Keith Smith makes a lot of money off of Granny Smith? No, he's there's no relation. No relation. Okay. Right. He did himself have a grandmother Smith. That's different. Okay, he's dead. Okay, well, thank you guys for watching. Let's watch a full-length movie. I need to. Now, what he says is... My headband. Your husband agreed to give me his soul. He betrayed me. Therefore, I curse your lineage, all your children, and I take the soul of your firstborn son. But then, like, 
kind of kills the mom. So how can she have a son? If is there, she's dead? It doesn't make sense. But there is a lineage, right? We are going to see the next generation. Yes, we are going to meet Adam. And Adam is cursed, even though he doesn't know it. It'll the curse will start taking effect. Is it going to so start I, off in modern day Tim modern day Canada? We're at Tim Hortons. Yeah. yeah, he's at Tim Hortons. I didn't realize I was cursed. Well, he oh, here we go. Realizes. Okay, look. Yeah, you see how it says nineteen eighty two? Yeah. Okay, this was shot in 1979. That's what we're seeing right now, 1979. And it was released in 83. So 82 kind of doesn't make sense. This is Barbara, and okay. you know her from our last film. That's Mazes the reason why I picked this movie. The fact that uh, Wendy Carlin, whatever her name is. Crewson, uh, Crewson. All right, Wendy Crewson. So we just saw Mazes and Monsters last week. And right. that's a pretty famous cult movie, and it was a good movie. But I just flipped my lid that the actress in the movie was also in another Dungeons and Dragons movie at the time. And that's the reason right. why I forced Carl to watch this. Yes. Now and she's I... saying it's a funny thing, you know, she's a nurse. The guy asked for a scalpel, and when I get went to get it, it was a dagger, like in our game. Oh, our Dungeons and Dragons game? Yeah, you know, they never say Dungeons and Dragons. And also, it's sort of like a board game, their version. Look, you see the, yeah. the okay, that was Adam and Eve, and it is a painting, and it's going to become a puzzle. And it's sort of like every time Adam kills somebody, another puzzle piece gets added. It's weird. I went to Trottersville last week to go to uh, that store. There's like a weird store, like you don't normally see in a... The store they will be in is a costume shop. Uh, well, we'll see when, as we'll it see. plays out. Hmm. Mazes and Monster Wendy has some crazy-ass hair. Remember that? It was, like, bursting yeah. out. Listen, I gotta tell you, in Mazes and Monsters, she was an actress doing her part. In this film, she's very flat, and it's not her... No, it is her fault. You'll see. It's very flat. It's very bad acting. She's acting like an, like the other amateur actors in this film. Which is ridiculous, because last week we were talking about, like, she's yeah. been in everything. She's consistently working. You brought up Santa Claus and all of its sequels. She was yes. also in Air Force One, Bicentennial Man. She was in Room in 2015. That's a pretty Oh, nice wow. Was she, she was, she, do you think she was the mom in that movie? Room, yeah, I think so. I do. And I think that uh, William Macy was the father. Right, 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 right. So here they are. They work at a costume shop. Now, look, you see the guy in the back with the X on Tic -tac -toe, his Tic-tac-toe, yeah. He's like a janitor. He, for some weird reason, he'll be throughout the film. Listen to this stupid braggy lady. Put it on, put it on. Leave it up, leave it up. Look lovely. Very beautiful. Look what she said. I know. My boyfriend tells me that. 17 years younger than I am. Ooh, 106. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you hear the Canadian accent. You will sorry, hear that throughout this film. I keep saying sorry. Now, look, you see the yeah. <clears throat> on the wall? 
here's their Dungeons and Dragons game. They never call it that. And look how it's a board game. It's Jumanji. Hmm. Are they playing Jumanji, the the movie, the video game, the board game? Yeah, that's right. Now, one of, he's like, I want to be the warlock. Good choice, Adam. Oh, now, Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock. Okay. He is, the dungeon master is never happy. Nobody playing this game is ever really enjoying himself. This guy keeps on making pig comments, like disgusting man comments the whole movie. And was she's the only, again, she's the only woman playing the game, right? Yeah. Last week, she was the only female player. Now, player. Adam goes, do you guys see that red light? And they go, what red light, Adam? Uh-oh. There was a game called Dark Tower where it had, like, it was Milton Bradley. Uh-huh. And it, it combined electronics and board games at the time. The Dark Tower itself was like this big electronic game machine you had to turn on. Uh-huh. And when you would walk around, it would, like, beep and blurp at you. Now, look, he notices the puppet move and fall. Like, what the fuck? And then That's everyone crazy. Else goes, what are you staring at, Adam? I don't get it. Adam, are you looking at our 800-year-old puppet? Yeah. Uh, it's back up there. What? This happens all the time in 82. I don't know if you're... I, I mean, you, you look like you look like one of those fancy uh, summer Trotterville uh, to come down during the summer with your New York Times. I'm, I'm here in Trotterville all year round. Now, look, this is... The like, devil? Yeah. Now, it's either this weirdo magician or it's somebody called Dr. Evil. Now, look, he's got the painting that we saw, but it's a puzzle now. And he's putting in the first piece, which means Adam will get his instructions during the game for them to play the game, but he'll play it out in real life. Uh Uh-oh. Now, that looks like a really tough puzzle. Does that guy have, like, game facts opened up? (laughs) Yeah. That's like um, when my kids were super little, you know, seven and younger, you would get those big, I don't know, even younger, get those big, thick, yeah. That's what this guy, I mean. The best part about, like, children's jigsaw puzzles is they never leave the house. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I need some space, and you open up something, and there's like 600 two-piece jigsaw puzzles. Now, here's Dad, who owns the costume shop. Wendy is a nurse, but she's also the mom. That's going to be a big place of murder, the Trottersville uh, Junior College play. Oh. Uh, We should have never put on that stage production of Henry's Portrait of a Serial Killer. Okay, now, he's going to say a catchphrase from the film. It's Latin, and I don't know what it is. It's like, Diablos me adubet. Turn turn on the sound. He's going to say it throughout the film. Diablos me adubet. Uh-oh, those rabbits aren't taking it. They're giving him the evil eye. Run, rabbit, run. That's an updike, uh... Trottersville Junior College, 10th Annual Talent Show. God, they've been students for 10 years. Yeah. Oh, love your chicken. Uh, Oh, look, Johnny Depp. 
<laughs> this is re- this is before uh, Twenty One Jump Street. My God, look at this! Yeah, well, he was he was ahead of time. This looks like the worst talent show I've ever seen. That's now, Adam green. doesn't have a role in the talent show. He's not backstage personnel, or this is supposed to be funny, or anything. I think they're twins. Oh my God! Look at this talking mime. Now he's the guy who's a pig man during the games. Oh, look! This uh, weirdo magician just shows up, and he's got some spell over Adam. Yeah. Not really, but Adam's just fascinated by him. Now look, poof! He makes beer appear. Hey! What? Wow! He made the actors move. And Adam's impressive. Impressed. Aw, he's in love. Look at that. That's American beer from 82. You still have to, like, use the, like, thing. Yeah. It's yeah. The, the tab. That, okay. Here's the uh, character again, and he's spying on the naked lady. Carl, is there a running gag where a tic-tac-toe game is going to be spelled out on his yes. back of his? Yes. Every time you see him. So, look. The the cop, the, the guard chases off the Women's dressing room. So he can peep. Oh no, there's Santara. Wait a minute. You've seen this film? No, but Santara is the magician superhero of the DC universe. Oh, okay. Because he, he has uh, some name like that. Now look, she's like, get out of here, creep. And he yeah. flips off her jacket. her I don't know, is that a jacket? Whoa! Whoa. And all the girls laugh. Where's our beer, says the women? Yeah, that's right. Ooh. Ladle. Now we have the worst MC ever. Interesting voice. My name is uh, Harvey Frank, and uh, it's my pleasure to be your handsome MC for the evening. Ha, 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 ha. I'm the one who will be introducing the act. Uh, yeah. um, so without further ado, uh, I'd like to present right now that great master of illusion, so yeah, anyway, I was on Facebook and all these other comics were talking shit about, it. but I just want to say here on stage, they're wrong. Anyway, let's get back to our show. I like when comics bring up Facebook feuds. Oh yeah. Yeah. On stage. All right. Here it is. The spotlight. Oh no. This guy. Now put on this annoying music. Got a time an egg for eight minutes. Tick, tick, tick. Boop, boop. Boop. Eater the wolf, look out. This song's now in town. He does magic tricks that are like duds. Like you don't see what's the trick. So he's got clothes. Uh, yeah, and he's got, and he's got, a, he's got a scarf. All right, so it has to disappear, right? I guess, but check it out. We don't really see it. Look. Oh, there's a rose again. It didn't disappear. It changed color, maybe? Oh, I would have to rewind, which I'm not going to. Now, he takes off a petal and, like, makes it smear on his hand. Is this really a magic trick? Carl, I got to turn this music off. It's trying to be batshit. Ding, 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 it's a tie. Like big, he gets a big round of applause for that. For what? Turn it up for him being a terrible pig. 
I miss yeah, Michael. Yeah, It reminds me of what you said about a movie we watched a couple weeks ago. This doesn't sound like how people talk. Yeah, that's right. It isn't as horrible as that. I think that we're going to can that episode. I was listening to it, and I hate it so much Okay. that you can feel through my words, why am I here? I think people will tune out because of my attitude for that. Would film. people go to a Patreon page and... Put donate money to our show to hear an episode we're canning because the movie was so bad we actually physically hated it. The thing is, they would, but we would be duping them. They would think they're right. getting a it would, premium. It wouldn't be a show. It would be like a downer for them. Whoa! Well, that guy's like, ooh, a phallic symbol. Yeah, that was um, Nathan Lane. How many? Uh, how many times do you get to perform in a talent show, Carl? I forget. Twice in a row. Like, are there other people on the talent show? Yes, there are other people on the talent show, and we will see them, and some of them even die. Well, I mean, it's a tough crowd. There's Paul McCartney is young. Oh, we got a lot of celebrities in the wigs. Young oh, they're in the wigs. Paul McCartney's in the wigs. Ah, very good, Michael. <laughs> kids won't get that. There's the uh, devil. Theater kids would. God, that's... Hey! Oh, uh... Every man in this movie, not our hero, is a fucking pig. And every woman in this movie is, get lost, creep. The whole mo Actually, that's not true. We just get a lot of that in this film. There's a lot of pig men and resisting women because they're assholes, because the men are jerks. You know, it's the 70s movie has that style. It definitely has a more 70s style than the 80s, early 80s. Okay, now this is uh, a ridiculous, ridiculous play. Carl, I'm so embarrassed that the statue, the castle has a boner. <laughs> oh, wow. My God, there's more feathered hair than feathers in this. What is it called? A boa? Feathered boa? I don't know. A young John Candy in Toronto. This is so great that when you have feathers in your hair, you can dust parts of the wall like you can't reach. Yeah, that's right. You don't even know you're doing it. Yeah. Go you, in the corner. You say, do you want to go in the pool? No. And that was just to make the feathers wipe the... Okay, never mind. I don't know what's going on, Carl. Why is this guy took his mustache off? like, why will our father deny our love? I'm not really a page. I'm the king, uh, the son of the king of, like, this enemy of her father who's the king. I don't know. Put it up for a second. All right. My servant Piccolo will bring the horses. We'll ride now, Piccolo, to the castle. Piccolo, he calls her Piccolo, and he doesn't come out for Piccolo? his cue. Piccolo, Piccolo. <gasps> now listen to what she does. How silly of me! I gave Piccolo the day off. <laughs> so this this guy will go, "Where's Piccolo? Where's Piccolo?" And then he'll turn to our hero Adam and go, "You've got to be Piccolo. Put on this costume." Wait, the, but the bit's over. No, they're in the middle of the play, and Piccolo. What? What play? It's a talent show. It's a talent uh, show. Well, they're it's doing a, scene. a sketch. Yeah. It's not a sketch. I didn't laugh once. Carl, this is a ripoff. <laughs> the worst talent show I've been. Listen, I've been to these talent shows for ten years now. All right. 
Oh, last I, I, night there was a guy, um, his name's Alvin Kwai, and he was on all these comedy festivals, uh, Red uh, New York Comedy Festival. And he, then he goes, have you ever heard of Sketchfest? And I was like, in San Francisco? And he goes, yes! <laughs> you know, he was in that too. So thanks to you, I didn't look you like you knew about me. that. Oh, yeah, good deal. Got to meet another jerk from another jerk festival. Yes. <laughs> no, but I'm teasing. I love all of the jerk festivals. I played it up like he was asked to be part of. He was invited to. Yeah. Not he paid his entry fee and went to the. He had to go travel cross country for this performance, this insistent performance. So Adam comes out as Piccolo and he goes, now wait. Adam will now have a flashback to the 1300s when his ancestor was killed. Oh, man. Terrible actor. You got to focus on stage. <laughs> so, so this means that the magician, the puppet, somehow the curse from the 1300s, like it's, it's, it's seeping into Adam and he'll start to murder. That's his options? I don't know what you mean by option, but that's what's going to happen. You don't think the puppet could drive him to make muffins or something? Like, you know, I mean, popovers. Nothing works for that. No, not popovers. You got to eat them while they're still hot. What are you talking about? Why does he have to go to? Why? Can't he just, he he can't make pastries? The, The magician did magic and made the power in the building go out. Clapper. Adam's like, what it was the a clapper. Fuck is this? How'd you do it? Oh, like now, Adam somehow gets to whammy jammy on him, and he is now going to be compelled to commit murder. Why can't he be compelled to make dinner? Now look, Why? here's a second puzzle piece, but he didn't kill anybody yet. But the pieces are literally falling into place. Yeah, so maybe it's not for every killing he gets a puzzle piece, but it sort of feels that way. There will be 15 killings in this. Oh, dear Lord. I mean, I Bobby ha- Adam. We're not counting the 1300s killings. I have to say, the costume store does excellent work. Like, this talent show is middling, but the yes. production value is, like, really, like, they got real arrows. Good job. They have real arrows, and some of them will be employed. Now, watch this funny gag. He goes to stab the actress. Well, it hasn't happened yet, I guess. The funny gag's coming. Now, why is she here in the dark, futzing around with stuff, tying her shoes? It doesn't make any sense, but this is our setting. Some people don't really want to hang out during a show. Like It's like a dark green room. Yeah. This is like a high school or something? Oh, no, it's the junior it's college. It's a college. It's a junior college. It's your 10th annual. Lord. Now watch this joke. Go in there and stab! Oh! Oh, man. What bad timing. Damn it! Damn it. hate when that happens. Oh, oh. that's a mark. Oh. hate when that happens. Stage manager is going to kill me. The janitor is going to kill me. In French, it's pronounced stage. Okay, now here comes another, like, is it a joke or something? He goes, to, suddenly he's got a bow and arrow out of right. nowhere. 
He goes to shoot it, and it was a mirror! Damn it! Oh. Damn it! And she doesn't even notice or hear the mirror shatter. She didn't hear an arrow go through a mirror and break right. it? Right. Hey, all right. By the way, look, as I was saying before... Yeah, turn him up. He's going to do pig man stuff now. Yeah. Palermo. Listen, listen. That's all. I just wanted you to hear his pig man joke because that's throughout the whole film of disgusting debauch. Oh, it's disgusting. Stuff. I've been writing it down. Yeah, well. Yeah. Hey, there hey. is Bo Bridges as a young man. Oh, it's Italian. Is he Italian like she is? Yeah, that's an exchange student. Now, we're going to get a Leaning Tower of Pisa joke coming up. Uh, can't have so, a phallic symbol. Why would they have the prop not already on stage for her? I don't know. And it's also upright. Right. There we yeah. go. That's the oh, joke. There we the, go. That must be the joke. Yeah, it is. They all laugh. So that isn't yeah. a very revealing costume, but she's out of the film. Oh, there's young Christopher Walken. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, he's very sexy. You know, it reminds me of the time I went out to the Tower of Pisa and there was a woman with a tamarind outside. Now, I don't know what this scene is for. He's staring at a fish tank, which he's making change color. You see how stuff disappeared in it? Yeah. Every time he changes the light, like the fish disappear. Something this goes in there. Goes in. What is this all about? This is this movie is telling me to think about stuff, and I don't want to. I don't yeah. want to, Carl. You got not, not gonna teach me shit, movie. <laughs> I just came to watch a bunch of people get killed in a talent show. Am I wrong? We haven't seen one killed yet. Remember, Adam was up. Oh, uh, X. That's that's an awful joke. I know, and. Like, we saw him in the costume shop a moment ago when it it didn't make sense he was there. We're going to see him later in other places that don't make sense. I guess they think this is hilarious. I think they just think about this stuff too much. You know? You didn't need... You could have the guy walking around with a uh, t-shirt. Uh, I don't know. Well, at least a continuity uh, person had something to do during this movie. Yeah, that's right. 